0: Welcome to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. My name is Caleb Stanley. And man, I'm so excited because this past week, Randy had a great conversation with another Chick-fil-A operator where they talked about avoiding complacency and continuing to raise the standard of excellence in our organizations. Man, I just wanna say thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Not only listen, but to share this on your social media platforms. It means so much to us to see new listeners coming in Every time we post and the only way that happens is because you're sharing it and you're inviting them in on the conversation. Be sure to check out the Integrate app. There you'll be able to find all sorts of great leadership content as well as these podcasts that you're listening to right now. Man, get your notes ready because today's conversation is going to be a good one. I hope you enjoy it. I want to welcome Brian LaCroix to our show this morning and I want to give you the chance to introduce yourself to everybody who's listening today.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, Randy. So my name is Brian LaCroix. I'm the owner-operator of the Abilene Chick-fil-A in Abilene, Texas. i uh, been married to Melanie now for 11 years. We've got four kids, been an operator about 14 years. It's the only job I've ever had out of college, and chicken is all I know. So here we go. That's kind of my short story in a nutshell.
0: That's good. Uh, and so our conversation today actually is around some of the stuff you just said in that last sentence. This is the only job you've known and here you go. You, we had a good conversation a few weeks ago about just how to stay fresh. Uh, talk about that a little bit as an operator. How? What are you doing to, to keep yourself fresh in a job that is, you know, you're obviously doing a lot of the same things uh, over and over again. So what do you do to keep yeah, yourself sir. fresh?
1: All right. So, you know, I mean, we the word we use is complacency, right? And that's the one thing that we just we don't want to be comfortable. We don't want to be complacent. We want to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I mean, some of the things are little, you know, walking in different doors to the restaurant, taking a team member and saying, hey, what do you see that I'm missing? Having random conversations with random people, hanging out with business people in the community just to help get your juices going again. You know, most of us are doing the same thing day in and day out. So it's what are the little things that you can do to make it fresh, make it new? What books you read and podcasts you listen to? How are you challenging yourself physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally? You know, just kind of taking the whole pie and saying, "Hey, let's concentrate on a small piece every day, and let's get better."
0: That's great, Brian. Okay, so we we were talking a few weeks ago. You were talking about this whole idea of complacency, and it, and it, yeah. the conversation sort of shifted to not just yourself, but how to keep your team fresh and how to keep pushing them uh, in your organization. So, talk to yeah. us a little bit about that. What do you do to 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 help keep your team fresh when they're you know, every day another shift, another group of sandwiches. You know, drive through. Yeah. It's the same. You know, same thing going yeah. on and on. Uh, but, but, how, what are you doing to keep them fresh?
1: So a few things. Sometimes it's good just to make them go watch. You know, sit down and just go watch the restaurant. And say, hey, how are we doing? You know, and it takes fifteen minutes, and all of a sudden their eyes are opened again, and they're kind of going, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize this is what we're doing, or this is what we look like, or this is how we sound." Uh, so the other things that we're doing is meeting. You know, uh, monthly, weekly, uh, whenever we can, and not just about business, but really just personal life, and kind of create small life plans to say, "Hey, how are you getting better?" And then another one is travel. You know, paying for team members to go to other stores and and just to go talk to other Chick Fil A leaders um, or or other business people in your town. You know, sending an them out and just kind of saying, "Hey, have a day away." Uh, you know, I'll pay you four hours. Go do a little lunch and learn or a research and learn, and, and come back with one idea. Come back with one idea that you can share with everybody to say, hey, let's get, let's get better here.
0: And what does that do to not just the person who goes, but when they come back and they share those ideas? I mean, how, how have you seen some of that
1: oh, uh, help your restaurant? great. You know, and honestly, the travel is the best part because you've always got team members who, I don't know about everybody else listening, but I've got team members who have never left my town. They've been in their this city the whole their whole life. They've never even left, and so they're sitting there going, "Wow, you got to go there, and you got to do that, you got to meet so and so, or you got to see this." And uh, it, the reception is huge. It, it's never it's never a negative. Well, no, that will never work here. It's always all right. Well, let's try it. Well,
0: one of the things uh, I was fascinated by when we were talking uh, earlier was it a Spartan race that you guys did together? Uh, you, yeah, so did, we did
1: a we did a Battle Frog.
0: Yeah, Battle Frog. Okay, so it's yeah. not just sending them to learn about another restaurant. You guys actually took a road trip. Tell us, tell us yeah. about that. Who, who all went and, and, and how did that go?
1: Sure. So this kind of stemmed out of my laziness, and, and uh, I had to get in shape for a uh, local charity fundraiser. And I was sitting on the couch, you know, during New Year's bowl games and, and said, Battlefrog, what is this stuff? And so I kind of looked it up and went, oh, this is cool. So, yeah, so for everybody listening, my wife and I ran our first obstacle course race on our anniversary. So, I told her, "Hey, we've been married 10 years. We need to do something totally out there." So, is it, so it's
0: the, so it's diamonds, what, what I'm not sure which one that is, 10, 15, 20, but for the 10, it's it's a it's a obstacle course race with your, for your marriage. That sounds like you're doing really yeah. great right there. <laughs> so
1: we we're we through the mud and the muck in uh, the first half a mile. So, it was it was fun, but uh So I'm at the restaurant telling them, hey, this is what I'm going to take my wife to do for our anniversary. And they said, well, that sounds cool. I'll do it. I said, you will? They said, sure. I said, all right, well, here's the deal. You guys have to get there, but I'll pay for your entry fee. And we had nine team members, uh, three of which had never worked out before in their life. And they started working out. They had a two month, two-and-a-half-month window to train. And we showed up to San Antonio and ran our first obstacle course race. So we kind of split up as a group um we, we stayed together as long as we could and then those of us who were in a little better shape than others and who were in better shape than myself even took off and then what we did is once we finished we came back and we we ran it with the folks who uh, were coming in you know a little behind everybody else so it was a really cool team building moment uh, just a day you know most of them or was i think it was the night before we went to dinner i took them out to dinner and uh, they had no clue that it was our anniversary, and they were like, "I can't believe you guys are doing this. You're spending your anniversary with us." And that was a really cool moment for them, more than anything. And never would have dreamt of that myself.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So, and yeah, and, and you cool. said you told me that the energy in the restaurant when you guys got back. I mean, just this idea of keeping everybody you fresh. Do. It just it oh just carried God, over for for
1: several weeks, yeah, we're right? Talking about it. They're still talking about it. And this has been three months, four months later. Yeah. They've already there's there's four of the four of the nine have already planned their next race together. I've already signed up. That's good. So, yeah, it's really cool. Really cool.
0: One of the things I've heard you say before, Brian, is that organizations are gonna do what they're designed to do. Um, talk to me a little bit about that as it relates to this topic of, of keeping people fresh or not fresh. I mean, so what, what do you mean by that when you say organizations are gonna do what they're designed to do?
1: Well, I think it kind of stems from a lot of the conversations we've had of you can live by default or you can live by design. And, you know, we can all, I think years ago, operators, myself included, it was a very reactionary business and it was, all right, what does today have in store? What does this year have in store versus, you know what, this is what we're doing today. Get on board. We've got leaders who are very capable, um, not only of running our restaurant, but running other businesses. I mean, we have some very talented people in our stores and, you know, allowing them the freedom to lead, to, you know, say, hey, this is what we're doing today, this is what I need from you, and, and just trusting them to do it. So I, I think the biggest thing is you're trusting your people and, and you're letting them succeed and fail at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, I know you guys hit symbol last year, which was really cool for y'all, real exciting time. Um, yeah, it was. And and you, uh, but you, but you've got this uh, phrase that I've heard you say: "Success breeds complacency." Um, how how have you kept from becoming complacent? You know, you've been successful, so uh, here you are, middle of uh, of of the following year. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. How have you guarded against uh, this idea of complacency, keeping people fresh again? But uh, on the heels of symbol, I know, um, yeah. I know that's hard to do.
1: So luckily, we, uh, we, we have a older store, so it constantly makes you uh, reevaluate how you are organized and how you're doing your business because when you're doing twice what you were built to do, you constantly have to go, well, where can we put this? You know, mm-hmm. when Chick-fil-A says, well, we're rolling this piece of equipment out. Oh, man, are we allowed to add one more plug on that circuit? You know, are we allowed to do this? So one of the other things that we've done this year is add IPOS. Uh, We did face-to-face for years and years, and it was amazing. And then adding in technology, um, and then one of the other things that we're doing is we're doing a huge West Texas team member event in October, uh, because most of our team members don't ever get exposure to, you know, whether it's Chick-fil-A culture from a corporate standpoint or, or, you know, team member rallies or anything like that, so... There's a couple of us that are putting on this event. We're trying to get over 1,000 team members there. We're bringing in Dr. Elmore. Uh, you're going to be there. Hopefully, Mark Miller's coming and uh, Peter Good. So just some small things that we've tried to space out every two to three months to, to help keep things alive, help keep being in, reinvented and going that route.
0: As you continue to think about success you've had in the past and you're trying to build this idea of freshness and guard against complacency, um, how do you? How do you? If you're that operator out there that's um, that's experiencing success, I mean, the brand's doing really well right now. Obviously, a lot of operators doing well. How do you? How do you prevent yesterday's success uh, from dictating what you're doing today and and even tomorrow? I mean, think about that a little bit and, and unpack yeah, that for us.
1: I'm thinking, you know, you celebrate today, but you're always looking two days ahead. You know, you're you're looking a month ahead, or two months ahead, or six months ahead, or some of some of these guys are looking two years ahead, which, you know, is really cool. I, I mean, you're talking about visionary status like Tim Tisopolis, but, you know, looking five years out and going, wow, preparing for now. But I, I think it's one of those, you know, kind of that Patriot Bill Belichick philosophy of, you know, we're, we're never good enough. You, you know, you never heard Michael Jordan say, I arrived. You've never heard any great athlete say, I've, I've reached the pinnacle. You know, they are always just constantly climbing. And I think that's the mentality we have to have is, is, you know, just because we conquered this year, we conquered this week, you still have team members that need to be invested in, you still have people that you can give to, you have relationships you can build upon, and, and you know, what is your legacy that you're going to leave? You know, that's really the ultimate is continue to, to enjoy your success but work on that legacy constantly.
0: How do you personally stay connected to that legacy? I mean, what is it that you're uh, – because this is a – this is almost a mindset here where you're saying it's not enough yeah. for us to yeah. have been successful. I mean, it's, it's a mindset that we're trying to do something. So how do you stay motivated yourself when it comes to that?
1: I th- yeah, there's days where it's hard. You know, there's a lot of us having good days and good years, and it's like, it's very easy to get cocky and say, uh, you know, I'm pretty darn good at what I do. But I think having certain people in your life to, to kind of say, hey, you know, how you how's the report card, how, how's the, you know, keep you in check a little bit, and maybe some small things that keep you humble. Um it may be sitting down with a team member that you've never sat down with. And say, hey, tell me your story. Talk to me. We employ probably seven or eight ex-convicts right now, um, hmm. and they're all females. So anytime you think you're doing pretty good, you go talk to one of those ladies. Uh, I have an original Hells Angels member that works for me. So <laughs> she gets real pretty quick and, and helps knock us back down to, you know what, we're here. We're not just in the chicken business. We're in the people business, and, and you know. We're affecting a lot of people whether we know it or not.
0: So, as you think about your uh, your team and your freshness level, do you, do you have anything that you can share with us to give us a little more uh, insight into how you measure what is that a, a freshness level from one day to the next? I mean, how do you how do you gauge that, Brian?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And to be honest with you, I don't know other than just going to team members and saying, "How you doing?" Are we, are we doing okay? Do we need to reinvent anything? Uh, I think Andy Stanley, during his monthly meetings, say, what do we need to start, stop, and continue? Hmm. It, you know, and it's kind of using that philosophy sometimes, but really just asking. I've got leaders that have been with me 10 years or longer and, and people that have been with me 10 years or longer. So, you know, we have that good mix of veterans and rookies, but at the same time, I still think sometimes you just need to go ask and say, hey, when was the last time you did something new? When was the last time we did anything new with you? Uh, what have you never done that you always wanted to do? You know, sometimes it's just, to me, I think it's just that easy. I think sometimes we complicate things, make it harder than it really is. But sometimes it's just easy going and asking that person.
0: Making sure you're having those conversations, you're saying.
1: Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of times that we as operators just need to stop and go talk to our people more. Um, they've got great information. They've got great insights and and I'm as guilty as the next of, you know, oh, I need to go do this, or I need to go do this, and it's about me. And sometimes we need to stop and say, "Hey, how you doing?" And wait for their answer.
0: Okay, so um, help us put a bow on this thing today. So if, if I'm this operator out there and I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just totally stuck right now. I mean, I'm, I'm every day it feels like the same thing. Uh, I'm really having a hard time not only uh, keeping my team fresh, but I'm personally I'm struggling right now. What would you say yeah. to that operator? how do i get how do I get moving back in the right direction if I'm not at a good place right now when it comes to this staying fresh?
1: If I'm that operator, I'm waking up and I'm taking a cold shower, not a hot one. I'm just completely turning my day upside down. I'm gonna have a cold shower. I'm gonna have dinner for breakfast, lunch for you know with somebody i've that that's an old friend or a business person. I'm not going to my restaurant today. I need a day away to recharge and rethink and kind of just jot down on a napkin or a piece of paper to say, you know what, over the next month, these are two or three things that I want to do, and I'm going to make it happen and commit to it. Don't get caught up in, I need to go work fries today or I need to go bag. Your your business will be okay, I promise.
0: So really pulling back and, and designing, like we, we talk about, designing what you want and then going after That's it. That's the
1: biggest help that you've given me is sitting there saying, hey, go spend a half day and think. Spend, it, spend 30 minutes in silence, turn your phone or leave it in the house or don't even take it with you, but just totally have one day where you just, you go recharge. It, it, it will be amazing for your family, for you, for your business. That, that's the biggest thing. I wish if I would have gone back as, a, as an early operator in my early years as a, as a low volume mall, and we're talking doing in dollars $40,000 a month, you know, I still wish I would have took a day to go plan and and just recharge.
0: And then you can end the day with pancakes, man. That that sounds good. Yeah, man. Have a <laughs> that's good. Well, that's some great stuff, Brian. Uh, any any final word you, you want to share uh, while we got you on the line?
1: I, I will say this. If, if For those guys who have contemplated a life coach or a mentor, if you've never done it, do it. it it's one of the better decisions that I've made, and as I've talked to, I, I try to hang out with some older guys, and we're talking in their 60s and and learn some from them, and, and just you know, saying, "Hey, what what's the best thing y'all ever did? Never, never failed." did they say, "I had a good mentor or two that invested in me, and and I sought them out because they're not going to go find you. You got to go find them."
0: Well, it's a it's a lot of fun that uh, we get to hang out so much together, and I'm I'm glad you took time to uh, to uh, encourage operators today, Brian. So thanks for your time, thank buddy.
1: You for, thank you for the opportunity, Randy. I appreciate you.
0: Let's wrap up our conversation with Brian there. A couple things he said I want to remind you. Uh, it's it's kind of the obvious, to state the obvious here, but he said success leads to complacency. And I think sometimes when we've had a season of success or we've gone through maybe a an extended season of success, it's really easy to get complacent. So I think just recognizing that is one of the most important things we can do. Uh, he also mentioned that uh, we talked about organizations are going to do what they're designed to do and, and this idea of living by design versus default. And I think it's almost that chestnut checkers mindset that we talk about sometimes. It's easy to fly by the seat of our pants day after day, drive-through hour after drive-through hour, one more transaction count. The next thing you know, we're just kind of going through the motions. But if we'll design things, have that strategic mindset like a a chess player would, uh, we're going to do much better. And then the the third thing I want to just remind us that we talked about was uh, just if you if you are in a place where you're stuck to totally shake things up. He he, he used the cold shower, do do dinner for breakfast. It's almost just this uh, crazy way to look at your leadership. And just I'm just going to do everything uh, almost opposite of what I'm tempted to to do it. And when I get in a rut, and so I think when we do that, when we pull back, we take time to think. It gives us an opportunity to really. Uh, reshuffle the deck a little bit, and then we can go and take action toward uh, our our intention. In that um, in, a, in that case, when we've taken time to sit back and really think about things, so hopefully you will do some things to uh, work on your team and then on your own leadership. I also want to encourage you to do some things differently with your team, like he mentioned. Send them on some, some trips. Give them an opportunity to, to see some different things. And then even uh, like they've done, they they went and did the obstacle course race together. I thought that was really great that he took his team out and, and gave them an opportunity to, to do something fun together outside the restaurant. And, and as he said, they're still talking about it several months later. So if you want to keep people fresh, you're really going to have to shake things up. You're going to uh, If you want things to be different, the way I say it a lot of times, you're going to have to do something different. So... Uh, the ball's in your court. I hope you'll, you'll really take some of the things Brian said and, and uh, work on your leadership and, and your environment in the days ahead.